0: Hello and welcome to the Mama Mentor Podcast. My name is Joyce and here we talk everything life. It's February! Yay! I'm excited for February. Uh, February can be one of those months where it's either really sucky or you're super excited about it. Um, This year I'm really excited about it for a couple of reasons. First of all, If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I took January as a really rest, recuperative, just kind of sink into all those comfy rituals in our life to rest up and really rejuvenate myself. And it did wonders. So if you're if you're not familiar with it, this is, this is my theory behind it. So for years I jumped on the bandwagon and it was like new year's resolutions. Let's hit the ground running. Let's, you know, new year, new me. And as most of you have probably experienced, it doesn't work. And there's a couple reasons why it doesn't work. First of all, I don't think it's natural. Mother nature is still sleeping. She's not hitting the ground running new year, new her. You know, trees aren't blossoming, grass isn't growing, nothing. Everything is still quiet and resting and storing up their energy for the big push in spring. So that's one reason. It's because it's really unnatural. Second thing is that when you think about it, we've just spent December, you know, going to parties, having parties buying presents, wrapping presents, making food, eating food, lots of excitement, bright lights, Christmas music, the whole thing. And although it's wonderful and we love it every year, it's a lot. And we need to rest from that. And so this year, more than other years, I really let myself sink hard into that. And so for January, you know, I did some journaling. I started using my new digital planner, uh, the one that's up in my Etsy shop. So I use it too, and I love it. It's my first year going from paper planners to digital planners. And honestly, I don't know why I didn't change over sooner. The planner that I made is one that, you know, I love and that is most useful for me. And I think it'll be most useful for you too. So check it out on my Etsy shop. But anyway, so I was doing my digital planning, writing in my journal, doing face masks, having catch up coffee dates with girlfriends, you know, crocheting, watching movies, um, binge watching some series that I'd seen before, hadn't seen in a long time. So thought I'd watch again, just really, you know, that low key, easy comfort food dinners, Um, and just really kind of nurturing myself about the only thing that I really did that was quote unquote, a project, uh, was my January declutter. And that was also a little bit restorative as well, because I'm removing things from my space that are no longer serving me. They're in the way they take up space. And they inhibit the healthy flow of activity in my house. And so by removing them, then it's easier to clean my house. It doesn't look as cluttered. And I'm able to find things easier. And the flow is just better. So even though it was kind of a project, it really had a very restorative vibe to it. But now it's February. And because I was able to do that resting, I'm really feeling a little bit more energy for the month of February. I'm a little bit more excited about the coming months because even though it's not spring yet, it is on its way. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited to get back out into the yard, get out back into the garden, start doing some projects out here at the farm with finishing off that nine grid of raised garden beds, expanding the field garden and planting everything up. And I am excited about that. So one of the things that I am starting to do this month is something I've never actually done. And I've wanted to do it and I've thought about doing it and I never have. And that is I'm going to be starting some flowers and some herbs from seed. And now is the time to do it. February is the good month to do that because it does take them a while to get to that point where you would buy them from the greenhouse embedding packs to plant out. And I'm doing this for two reasons. First of all, is because I want a very specific shade of pink for all of My flower beds. So, whether it's at home, in the city, or out here at the farm, in the nine grid, I want it to be a very specific shade range of pink and a little bit of white. Because what I want to do is, I want to be able to weekly be able to cut myself a bouquet and have a bouquet in my house of flowers that I grew. So, Growing them from seed gives me the opportunity to get the color palette that I'm looking for. Also, when you think about how many, how much flowers it takes to a bouquet, and then you multiply that by how many weeks are in your growing season, that's a lot of bouquets, which means it's going to take a lot of flowers. And a lot of flowers would be very expensive if I were to buy them in bedding packs from a greenhouse. It would, it would be the same price as if I was buying them from a florist or a local grower that had a, a cut flower farm. So I wouldn't be saving myself any money. So that's why I've decided to go from seed. And it, like I said, it's something I've never done. And I'm really at a point in my life where I want to try some new things, especially things that align with things that are already important to me in my life. And flowers are very important to me. And having regular bouquets are very important to me. And this will be a way for me to do that for not very much money. A package of seeds is anywhere from $3 to $5. And there's anywhere from 50 to 500 seeds per package, depending on what kind of seeds you get and how um, rare the variety is. So I'm really looking forward to that. If any of you have wanted to try that as well, it's not that hard. couple packages of seeds, herbs and flowers, some seed starting kits, which you can go get them from the dollar store for a couple dollars, or you can get fancy kits from uh, a greenhouse or Amazon that are, you know, $50 or $60. So whatever fits your budget and your space I suggest growing some flowers from seed this year and some herbs because we all like to use herbs in our cooking. They smell great and the combination of the herbs and the flowers when we put them outside whether it's in pots or in our gardens outside, it's going to do two things. It's going to deter the the nasty bugs that we don't want and it's going to encourage the beneficial insects that we want. So it's good for the environment all along plus we get to cut herbs and flowers so what can go wrong with that so if you want to follow me on my journey for that i'll be posting regular like pictures and you know updates and little tips and hints on my instagram page which is at seven martians on mars so if you want to follow along there you'll see the little seed thing that i use to get started it's not fancy it's i don't know what you're going to imagine but it's not that It's very simple. It's very basic. It's, you know, because it doesn't have to be fancy, you know, dirt in a container that can be watered, but not hold the water too much and some light. It's really, that's all that it takes. And that's pretty much the system that I use. And Yeah, you'll get to see. I will make sure that I take pictures of the seed packets for the herbs and the flowers that I'm planting the seeds for. So you'll be able to see what varieties that I'm growing. And I will post regular pictures of their growth and, you know, any wins that I'm having, any losses that I'm having. And you can really kind of follow me through on this journey. And I hope that you'll join me, even if you've got like one pot. Like if you've got one terracotta pot in a saucer, you can start some things in it. You really can. It's really that simple. It really is that simple. And I would love for you to join me on that. Because won't that be great in July and August when I'm going to be able to be cutting my own flowers that I started from seed? Starting things from seed is just such a reconnect with nature and a sense of accomplishment that is very hard to articulate but it just feels amazing another thing that i'm excited for this month is galentine's day and valentine's day so for those of you who don't know Valentine's day is february 13th so it's the day before valentine's day and it is to celebrate those platonic female relationships that you have in your life your bestie your sister cousin and aunt your mom whatever Those really positive female relationships that you have, it's time to celebrate those, reconnect with those. I've gone to events before where we've done like a craft night, where we've had um, wine and charcuterie and flower arranging. I've done, you know, simple movie nights where we just exchanged a little bit of a gift for everyone, like a bunch of different things. You can literally go as big or small as you want. So one of the things that I'm going to do this year is I am going to, and I'm going to do this actually for Valentine's day and for my son for Valentine's day. Cause I don't have a partner and that's called a snackle box. So it's kind of exactly what it sounds like. So, you know, those clear frosted plastic, um, they're kind of organizer containers that you can, you can get them at Michael's, you can get them at the dollar store. And when you open them up, they've got little plastic dividers that you can move around to however size you want them. And you're supposed to put your craft supplies in there. But somebody in their brilliance was like, Hey, why can't you put candy in here? So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a bunch of those boxes and I'm going to get a bunch of candy and I am going to make those up. I'm also going to make up some Galentine's Day and Valentine's Day printable cards, like printable Valentines, um, for my son and to put on these boxes. But I'm also going to put them up in my Etsy shop so that you guys can be able to get them and print them out too. And you can decorate a snackle box too. And what a great little gift for your kids, for coworkers, for those Galentines in your life. And I know I talk about my planner a lot that I use and, you know, now I'm going to be adding printable things into my Etsy shop. And I did promise you guys a promo code and I do have one for you. So the promo code for my Etsy shop and my Etsy shop's name is Mama Mentor. So just like the podcast without the word podcast at the end, but the promo code is the word podcast. So there's the kind of fun thing. So it's still Mama Mentor and then podcast, except podcast is the promo code. And that will be good for 50% off any digital product in my Etsy store. So my planner, the Galentine's Day card, like little Galentine's cards, the little Valentine's cards for kids. Um, I'm also going to do up uh, pl- like planner pages for gardening. So it's going to be, you know, to plan out your in-ground garden, your raised garden beds, your pots to keep track of what you've spent, to keep track of the varieties of seeds that you've planted, to keep track of when you planted, when they sprouted, when you transplanted them, and then when you put them outside. And also when you were able to get your first, you know, cut flowers off of, or you were able to pick the first little bit of peas or tomatoes or harvest lettuce, that kind of thing. So you can really keep track of those dates and sizes and varieties so that so that from year to year you can see what works really well in your specific garden space because your garden space and even the one on your neighbors a few doors down is going to be different depending on light and soil and what's shaded and what's protected from wind so it's really good to be able to keep track of those kind of things and so I've always wanted somewhere to keep track of that and so I just created it and so now I'm going to make it available to you And like I said, everything in my Etsy shop with that promo code podcast is going to give you 50% off all digital products. So you'll be able to get them at a huge discount. So, and the nice thing is you'll be able to have two choices. You can print out the pages and put them in like a garden binder that you create for yourself, or like my digital planner that I created, you can um, download them into good notes and you can either add them to a planner, a digital planner, or you can have them as standalone into a little, like just a compilation. And the one reason why I really like the digital version is for a couple reasons. First of all, you can make like a duplicate copies of the pages. You can do that too when you print them out, but you can make duplicate copies of the pages so that every year you can have the same, you know, five or six pages for your garden journal. And so you can really compare your garden from year to year to year. But not only can you write things down on these planner pages for your garden, because it's digital, any pictures that you take, you'll be able to add those pictures to the pages without having to print out the picture and cut it down to size. You can make the picture as big or small as you want digitally and just really put it on that page. And so you will have a record of... You know, your seed starting, your garden placement, varieties, how well it looked in June, how well it looked in August, you know, how it looked in September and October, and all of those things. So that as you are planning your garden from year to year, you can really make some informed choices about what worked good where for annuals, and also give you a chance to kind of maybe plan some where some perennials could go where you can fill in some of those gaps and really start having that home garden and landscape that is really bringing you joy from year to year. And that's one of the reasons why I created it for me to do that exact same thing. I've got a pretty established garden and landscape in the city, but we're basically starting from scratch here out at the farm. And so I wanted something that I could keep track of all of those metrics, plus put pictures in so that from year to year, we can keep building on what we're doing. Because don't forget when you're starting out in the spring, a lot of times your perennials aren't up or they're up a little bit and and you don't really remember how they look when they're full size and you don't have the annuals in yet and the vegetable garden's not up. So even in the spring, how you can get started on doing it, you really don't know where to put things in any reference point, because it's when it's full in kind of the June, July, August, September, that is when it's going to have its full impact. So having those pictures and that recorded information will really help to maximize the look that you are going for in your garden. So I'm super excited to be using those planner pages myself, because like I said, we've got a lot to do out at the farm. I'm putting in, The rest of that nine grid, which is going to have the cut flowers, it's going to have herbs, it's going to have some vegetables in there, it's going to, I'm going to put strawberries and asparagus in there. There's a couple of little like tree islands, I kind of call them, where it's like there's just grass and then there's like a little area with trees and doesn't really have any shrubs. And so I'm going to be adding flowering shrubs to those areas. So I'm going to be starting to be taking lots of pictures and measurements and you know, and and so I needed a place to be storing all that where I could really refer to it year to year. And so that's why I created these gardening pages. And I think it is going to be all the difference when I'm making plant choices, when I'm at a greenhouse going, well, is that going to look good there? What else is there? Then I'll be able to just quickly pull out my planner and open it up and be like, oh, right. That's what that looks like in August. Okay. There's that spot right there where that plant would look really good you know, that kind of thing, being able to do that or being able to remember that I like this variety of peas as opposed to that variety of peas or where I can write down, oh, I wanted to try this specific variety of hollyhocks this year and have it all be in one place where I can quickly and easily reference it with pictures, with um, ideas and timelines and stuff like that. So very, very exciting. And also as we go through spring and summer, there's going to continually be more digital products added to my Etsy store for gardening, for just fun stuff to do with the kids, stuff for creating really good routines around your house, for cleaning, for organizing, some really good inspirational stuff to just keep you motivated. Because the idea here... The reason that I started the Mama Mentor podcast and the reason that I do the things that I do is because I was tired of feeling like I had to work sun up till sundown at everything around the house and like basically working myself to exhaustion just to have a house I could be proud of and that I loved and that looked nice. And it simply doesn't need to be like that. And there's things that we can do to make it easier for ourselves, there's routines that keep things from getting out of control. And there are mindsets that we can just let go of that we've held on to for a long time that keep us in that rat race of trying for perfection and running ourselves into burnout. And we don't want that. We want to curate and keep a house that feels like a home that makes us happy that we love how it looks inside, we love how it looks outside, regardless of of whether it's brand new and shiny, or if it's an old farmhouse, or if it's a, a mobile home on a piece of land, or a mobile home in a neighborhood, or, you know, a tiny little condo, or whatever it is, because it doesn't have to be brand new, big and shiny, for it to be beautiful and to be a home. You know, we don't have to have 25 acres to be able to grow some flowers and herbs and vegetables. And that is the mindset we have to let go of, that we can take what we already have and make it fabulous. And that's kind of my whole mindset behind the Mama Mentor podcast. It's, it's a mindset I had to shift to through my life because there was a time when I was trying to do all the things and trying to have perfection and trying to get the biggest and newest thing of everything because that this next new thing and this next new paint color and maybe this next new house is going to be the one that where it's like okay well we're here now and I really lost sight of the fact that your home can be wherever you live right now You know, it doesn't have to have flashy new paint. It doesn't have to have flashy new furniture. It doesn't have to have all that expensive decor. You know, you can clean and you can bake and you can make the decor pieces you have look great. You can make whatever bit of greenery outside that you have be functional and and beautiful for you and the people that live in your home. And we can do all that without running ourselves into the ground. And we can do all that without trying to chase perfection. And we can do all that without feeling guilty when we decide to take a day to just sit in our pajamas and watch some shows. Because like I say on the Mum Adventure podcast... Take what works and toss the rest because life is far too short to be told what to do. So let's have a fun February. We've got an extra day in it this year. It's a leap year. So we've got that 29th day. I would love to hear if you follow me on Instagram. I would love for you to, you know, post a picture of projects that you're working on or seedlings that you've started and tag me in it. I mine is at seven martians on mars i would love for you to comment and let me know your successes i would love for you to comment and let me know what you're struggling with maybe i can help and if you've got a great new tip or trick please share it i am always looking for people to share good ideas because i didn't come up with all of these They've been curated from friends, family, people I've seen on social media, people I've seen on television shows. It is from a lifetime of experiencing what works and what doesn't. And we all need to find what works best for our own selves, in our own families, and in our own homes. But it can be beautiful along the way. And if we just redefine a little bit what our idea of beauty is... It's really easy to find, because you know what's beautiful is a cleaned-off counter. Doesn't matter what the counter is made out of. Doesn't matter if it's made from laminate, plywood, or marble. If it's cleaned off, it's beautiful. Clean sheets are beautiful, regardless if they're Egyptian cotton or bargain basement flannel. Clean windows are beautiful whether they are a single pane that, that you really need to get replaced one day down the road, or if they're high efficiency, triple pane, low E, blah, 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 blah windows. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, we don't have to keep chasing that impossible metric. We can start loving the homes that we're in now and love the lives that we're in now. Love those little moments. If January taught me anything, it was to love those little moments. Love how good it feels to stretch out under a blanket and have a nap. How good a warm cup of tea feels in your hand at the end of a day. How a really yummy, simple casserole can taste in the winter months. How amazing it is to slip into a... relaxing bath that has a nice bath soak in it with a face mask on and watching a little show on your iPad. How nice it feels after the end of the day of doing all the chores that we needed to do to, you know, sit in bed and put some hand lotion on our hard working hands to make sure that they're soft and feel good as we go to sleep and are ready for the next day. Putting on a really good lip mask so that our lips aren't chapped through this dry winter period. I've learned how peaceful it is to journal early in the morning and to read my Kindle late at night. I've started to really take notice of how the sun comes in the windows and different spots that it hits my floor throughout the day. January really taught me a lot about slowing down and really, really seeing the good moments in every day. Chasing perfection is exhausting and unattainable. Because life can be perfect with what you already have. So I hope everybody has a fun February plant some seeds, have an amazing Valentine's Day, get together with some girlfriends and have some Galentine's Day fun. Try out that snackle box. Let me know what you think. I will post a picture of what my snackle boxes look like. I'm excited to be snuffing a snackle box for my son for Valentine's Day. And take time every day to see the perfection in the everyday they call it romancing the ordinary. And that's kind of what we do here on the Mama Mentor Podcast. Is we romance the ordinary. And honestly, I think that's what it's all about. Is not trying to compare our lives to someone else's. Or our homes to someone else's. Or our gardens to someone else's. But, but just romancing the ordinary in our everyday life. So that our life looks amazing to us regardless of what it may look like to anybody else, because that simply doesn't matter. I love you all. Have a wonderful week. Don't forget to check out the Etsy store and use the promo code podcast. And I will talk to you in the next one. Have a great day. Bye-bye.